Welcome back to the program, everyone. I am here with a very special guest, um, a lady by the name of Mary Lynn Pannon. She's a registered nurse and the CEO and president of Sound Options. And Mary Lynn is a very special person in my life. She has been a real um, wonderful mentor to me um, since I've been in this industry after taking care of my mom. And so it's such an honor to have you on the program, Mary Lynn. Thank you so much, Suzanne. It's an honor to be here and to talk about my favorite subject, or one of them, I should say. We're going to talk about Alzheimer's and dementia today. Is that okay? That's great. Thanks. You know, Mary Lynn, my mom, bless her heart, had a little bit of dementia. Not a lot, but she did. Uh, She would get uh, dates mixed up. She would tell people she's a different age than what she was. Um, she didn't remember, you know, something short term. She'd ask me like, you know, the same question over and over again sometimes. But, you know, I was lucky in the fact that I had the opportunity to, you know, that she was still tracking about 85%. Um, but you know, there was times that I would just be frustrated because she wasn't living in reality. And I know with families today, they have it a lot more significantly. And so I'd love to talk to you about, you know, how can families best deal with Alzheimer's and exp- and dementia and a little bit of kind of an overview of how, um, you know, how best to cope with the condition? First of all, I'd like to just say that this disease, um, Alzheimer's and related dementias, is just uh, growing and growing. Um, and it in is. the state of Washington, it is the third leading cause of death. Wow. Uh, More and more people are coming down with various dementias, and um, this is really basically, when I say dementia, it's a a memory issue, and Mm -hmm. it's inability to think properly, and that's probably the simplest way to, um, to present it. What do you think is causing the, you know, the rise in, in the epidemic of, of memory disease? Well, you know, you talk to researchers and they do not know at all. Um, But there is more and more research um, happening, uh, which is very exciting. I think that the the federal government is is realizing they have to give more money to this disease uh, because it's so devastating to families. So we're seeing seeing, um, a few medications, but there's some promise on the horizon that there may be more medications. Mm-hmm. One of one of the biggest issues for families is how do I help mom and dad who have dementia? Oh, and you had a mom who clearly had a little bit, but certainly not severe. Correct. Um, and so you you indeed um, recognize her her limitations, and were able to to help her. Um, again, one of the challenges for families is how do I handle this behavior? Mm-hmm. And who is this person with this dementia? Mm-hmm. They, families come to us and they say, you know, we, it's just getting worse. I, I had um, a couple, uh, an employee actually call me um, from a different company, and he was so um, concerned because the mom was the main caregiver for dad, and mom landed in a nursing home, and all of a sudden, dad's living at home, and all of his deficits began to sure. rear up. 
Sure. And so it it became really apparent, and the more they helped out Dad, the more they realized that he wasn't tracking, he wasn't able to make his own meals, he wasn't taking his own medication, because he had mom or the spouse who was covering for him. Right. And the thing that I've noticed about um, dementia, too, is that when I was a caregiver for my mom, it was so important that I do a good job. And so when she would say things that weren't accurate, (laughs) I would, like, try to correct her and or try to make it, you know, right. And, of course, that would backfire on me because she would look at me like, don't you correct me. And because there's that mother-daughter dynamic. And so I had to learn um, one day, bless their hearts, the nurse took me aside in, in the hallway and she said, Suzanne, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Uh, the truth is pretty much irrelevant at this point in their life, unquote. Right. And I went, wow, you know, I need right. to learn to lighten up a little bit and realize that it's okay if they're not tracking. It's okay if they're not telling the truth. <laughs> and, well, and and somebody so like you as a professional can, can see through those things. You're absolutely right. And um, that is probably one of the biggest tips I tell family is just be where they are. If they're mm-hmm. telling you that they're in Europe when they're in Seattle, right. you're, you're in Europe with them. Absolutely. Um, and Absolutely. don't and enjoy the yeah. scenery <laughs> and not not to argue and not to say yes. mom you you know that that's not true um because the brain is diseased and so the communication is all right. jumbled up right and so if you can just say yeah this is a great day in spain um or you can um you know stay if they uh, aren't talking clearly enough, you may have to try to figure out what they're saying. So trying to point or give simple clues or cues on, on how to do a task. Yes. For example, if, you, if your parent doesn't really know what a toothbrush is anymore, mm-hmm. then you, as the adult child, will need to say, okay, we're going to go into the bathroom. We're going to pick up this brush, and you you dissect out the task of brushing the teeth very slowly, and they can follow you. But if you just say, go into the bathroom and brush your teeth, their brain can't do that anymore. No. And now... Yeah, and we're talking today to Mary Lynn Pannon. She's a registered nurse and CEO and president of Sound Options. Um, So... We're talking about Alzheimer's and dementia, and obviously um, a lot of the things that we're talking about, I think really um, how often you have to keep your sense of humor a little bit. There's no question you have to keep your sense of humor, and you really, as a family caregiver or adult child, you have to take care of yourself. Otherwise, if you're exhausted and you're trying to help mom and dad with this dementia, it's just going to look way overwhelming. Yes. So a lot I recommend to families, first of all, if they really don't know or there's no diagnosis, to make sure they see are seen by a medical person to rule that out. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. I think they should go and contract with a, a care manager who really are experts in the care of dementia and dementia behaviors. 
because really the medicine is not going to eradicate all of the behaviors. And so there's a lot of tricks that a care manager can help families with to, to make sure the behaviors are under control. Perfect. So you are a care manager and your company is Sound Options. At the end of this interview, we will definitely give out your contact information so that you can follow up with uh, Mary Lynn if you have a family uh, member with Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, what are some of the new technologies out there today that are develop- or breakthroughs? Are they finding anything new in, in the world? Well, I think the biggest breakthrough is the use of um, music and um, people are wearing headsets and they're customizing lists of music on an iPod. Wow. Um, what they found is that the last thing to go in a person's brain is really the emotional and the, and the rhythm side of our uh, brain, which is the temporal side. Wow. And that people who may even not um, be able to speak if you put music on, and it's got to be music they like. Yeah. We've we've seen and we've seen, and it's not really new, but I think it's just coming. Sure. You know, it's just and coming I've to heard. The yeah, I've heard. Like for example, if they liked uh, Frank Sinatra with, um, and they liked the song "My Way," but you give them "My Way" with Michael Bublé, that's not the same. You've got to have that that actual Frank Sinatra. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it, it just, exactly. Um, but what I was going to say is that you find when they listen to the music, you may find their foot tapping or their sure. fingers tapping. Or some people, I've seen one woman who never, hadn't spoke for years, started singing um, a spiritual song. Oh, wow. And That's so wonderful. That's pretty powerful, and that adds to quality of life. Absolutely. And, th- and then, obviously, um, once you get to a certain point, there's there's obviously wonderful facilities that provide what's called memory care. Could you just can- kind of give me a quick overview of what memory care is? Uh, memory care units are really places that um, they're, u- they're secured so people can't go in and out. Um, because there's a wandering um, of people that ha- may have dementia, they mm-hmm. may wander around. Right. Um, it's more. It's it's a, a, a good community, small units. Um, people are are really involved in activities, um, but it, it, it's secure and it's safe. And mm-hmm. so um, you may see people that have dementia starting and go into assisted care but as that dementia worsens right. and the behaviors change they may need the security of a memory care unit correct so mary lynn how do we reach you well you can certainly um do look at our website which is soundoptions.com and then call 1-800-628-6800 and we'd love to help families with this whole horrible disease of dementia. And, and you can also find Mary Lynn on AnswersForElders.com as well, everyone. Thank you so much, Mary Lynn, for being on the program. I'm just thrilled to have you here. I am honored. Take care. 
Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.